Hello, and welcome to episode 91 of Motherhood in Hollywood. My name is Heather Brooker, and I am super excited you're joining me here on the show today. Uh, Before we get into the topic for today's show, I want to tell you guys a little bit about my sponsor. Motherhood in Hollywood is sponsored by Up4 Probiotics. If you have ever been curious about probiotics and wondered how they can help support your immune system and your digestive system, you have to try Up4. Go to motherhoodinhollywood.com, click on the Up4 Probiotics image, find out how all of these good, positive, healthy probiotic bacteria can help reinforce your gut health and help you get happier on the inside. Come on, mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Motherhood in Hollywood. I am uh, really looking forward to this episode today because um, I have a very special guest on, and it is my husband, Chris Brooker. Hi. (laughs) Hello. Hi, baby. So Chris and I have only been back from our uh, trip to London. For those of you who've been listening to the show or following me on any of my social media outlets, you'll know that we just went to uh, a week-long extravaganza in London. And it has been a whirlwind of a week, right? It's been crazy. It's Wouldn't been really, really crazy. I am so worn out right now. I know you are. We both, <clears throat> you're going to hear us hacking coffee and clearing our throat a little bit. Apologies for that. I have been fighting a cold that Channing gave me a couple weeks ago before we got before we went on our trip. And uh, Chris, I think, is just now getting it. Right? I was going strong for a long time. You like, were. It's been a good two weeks, and I haven't had a symptom. And then just yesterday, I started like feeling the tickle. Yeah, feeling the tickle. And yeah. he's congested now. He's And the plane ride back, I know, was challenging. It was and, rough. Um, there's so much I want to talk about in this episode. And I think we have to talk about what happened, basically, when we first got there. So we arrived in London on Monday. The... Well, we arrived on Tuesday. We flew out on Monday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tuesday. I keep forgetting that because we left here eye. on a Monday, but we actually arrived in London on Tuesday. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, had um, a lovely afternoon in Hyde Park. It was nice. Cold, but nice. It was cold. We did not bring proper attire for London. Not really, no. 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 We When I looked at the weather... <clears throat> I thought it said something like 50s and 60s, which was incorrect. It was more like 30s and 40s. Well, I don't think it ever got down to the 30s, but it was definitely low 40s at night and with wind, lots of wind. Um, Yeah, it was very cold. We brought like, I basically brought my hoodie. <laughs> and a pair of jeans and a hoodie. pair of jeans and a hoodie. And I brought for Channing like a light rain jacket. Really stupid because I thought, oh, it's just going to be raining all the time. No, it was just cold. Cold, cold, cold. Um, but yeah, so we cruised through Hyde Park and it was just lovely. We were like, you know, I think a storm was either moving in or had just moved in. And, and we were just kind of walking around, taking it all in, really exhausted from our, you know, 10 hour extravaganza right. flight. <clears throat> but we wanted to make the most of the day. Right. So, and Hyde Park was right across from our hotel. So it was convenient. So we thought we'd walk over there and kind of take in some of the sights. And it, it was actually nice, despite it being cold. Yes, it was. 
It was just nice. Yeah. And, um, <coughs> <coughs> yep, that's going to be happening. Um, so I had a whole kind of itinerary laid out as for, always. um, as always, cause I'm a, I'm a travel nerd like that. And on my plan for Wednesday was to go first thing to Westminster Abbey and tour the Abbey. Then from there, go to Parliament, Big Ben, cross the Westminster Bridge. Because um, all of this is um, across the Westminster Bridge over into the kind of touristy area where the London Eye is. All of those things are right within like a 15-minute walk, you know. It's all yeah. very close together for those of you who haven't been to London before. So that's what we did. We got up um, yep. actually a little later than I intended. I kind of overslept a bit. But we got up and uh, went to the Westminster Abbey. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Um, the building is a thousand years old. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I could have just walked around in there forever. It, it, you know, so much history there. And, you know, that was one of the few places where, well, no, just about every place they wouldn't let you take pictures, which was really annoying. We snuck um, a few. We, we did sneak a few. Sorry, Westminster Abbey. Sorry, London. Sorry, London. We took some pictures. Um, what are you going to do? Send the bobbies after me? Um, that's what they're called, right? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> We're tired. Um, but anyway, so um, <coughs> I made myself cough. So we toured Westminster Abbey, um, had a great time looking around there. It was just a breathtaking uh, church. If you've never seen it, you should definitely go see it. So as we're leaving Westminster Abbey, I did a Facebook Live outside the Abbey telling everybody, you know, bragging about my vacation, because that's what you do when you go on vacation. And we crossed over the street um, next to Parliament, and we stood right on the corner. We took a bunch of pictures, and then we um, started to cross the bridge, and we stopped in front of Big Ben yep. to take some selfies. And I wanted to do another Facebook Live, but Chris was like, no, I'm hungry. It was like New Year's. It was, it was after two. It was after two, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We, were, we, we should have yeah, eaten much sooner. And um, so we crossed over the bridge, and um, we went in to grab a quick like hot dog or whatever at one of the little stations little there. Place, yeah. Right. And Chris was like, oh, there's a bunch of helicopters overhead. And I was like, that's weird because they seem to be kind of coming our way. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a news nerd. For those of you who listen to the show, you also know that I work for, I used to be a reporter for many years. And I also still work uh, for a local news station here in Los Angeles. So news is kind of in my blood. And whenever I see a bunch of helicopters circling around, I'm like, oh, what's going on? You check it out always. Yeah. <clears throat> so we kind of made our way down this pier. And um, went to go to the ticket counter to get our tickets for the London Eye. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, as we were walking in, it's kind of like a security guard was rushing up and telling the employees to shut everything down and ushering us out. And we were like, what's going on? In fact, everywhere we went, they had were locking the doors and everybody kind of seemed to be scurrying around, but but there was also, mind you, what, like thousands of tourists walking around, seemingly in disarray anyway. So we thought, well, this is weird. I wonder if they're like done for the day. But then or? they started evacuating the eye as well. Well, yeah, but we didn't know that yet. I mean, we were at first. It was just sort of like, what's going on? Um, and then uh, I did a Facebook live, like I do. <laughs> I'm on my motherhood. And, I don't know if I did on my motherhood and Hollywood page or my personal page. But anyway, I'm, I'm went live on Facebook and I was like, um, 
hey, this is BS. We're here at the London Eye and they're evacuating everybody. Like, we want our tickets. Like, typical selfish American. American tourists. Yeah. <laughs> and um, as I was doing Facebook Live, one of the girls next to me heard me say, I wonder what happened. And she said, oh, there's been a shooting and a stabbing and they think the suspect is on the loose. So immediately my news ears pop up and I'm like, oh, I need to find out what's going on. You get this look in your eye when like news pops up and you have this look like... I have to follow up on it. I have to follow up on it. And you just yeah. like, that's when I know I, I need to take Channing and I'll <laughs> hang back with Channing and you do your thing. And that's what we did. I hung back with Channing, kept her occupied while you got in there and dug in the dirt for all the news. Um, Real quick sidebar. What is the cat doing? She's missed us. I don't know if you guys can hear our cat Gracie in the background, just caterwauling. She, we had to leave her while we were gone <clears throat> and our good friend Mary watched her, which was really nice. A bit needy. But she's, now we're back and she's kind of like. The cat, not Mary. Yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> clarification. <laughs> I'm sure Mary will appreciate that. But the cat has just been beside herself since we walked in. So um, anyway, so once I kind of found out there was a story happening there, I started looking online and, you know, asking around and trying to figure out what was going on. And, um, we had just, were hearing bits and pieces, but honestly, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of activity at that point. Everybody on that side of the bridge was looking over to big Ben, um, and parliament. And we could see on the bridge, there was a lot of ambulances and police presence and there were sirens going off. And then suddenly it just got more and more and more the entire length of the bridge. Yeah. They shut out, they shut down the entire Westminster bridge. And then um, a few minutes later, then some police, some uniformed officers showed up and they brought barricades and they started pushing the crowds back where we were standing um, over by the London Eye. And they had shut down service on the London Eye. They had gotten some people off, but there were still like half the cars, like at least five or six cars were still full of people that had been, that were stuck up there. They were stuck up there for about two hours. Right. And, um... So, uh, immediately I texted and called my boss at the news station and was like, do you, I'm here and there's something going on. What can I do? And then I start getting all this information, text, Facebooks, you know, all of this stuff from people saying, oh my gosh, there's been a terrorist attack. And we were like, what, where? And as we slowly piece together the information, we realized it happened right where we were just standing a few minutes earlier. Yeah. Um, where, and if you didn't hear the news, <clears throat> which I'm sure everybody did, I mean, <clears throat> it was a huge story and still is, um, a man, uh, drove his car into some tourists who happened to be on the Westminster bridge outside of parliament and killed several people. And then he stormed through the gates of parliament and stabbed a police officer who was inside before, um, police officer shot and killed him so the last i heard five people including the suspect was killed yep and um like dozens injured yeah like 20 or so injured maybe yeah, more. i think so um and you know at the time you know i know you were busy with channing because i was on the phone my phone mm-hmm. was dying and then i'd use your phone because i was getting video um i was doing live um, call-ins to yep. various stations. Cause you know, I've worked for a few stations here in LA. They all, I mean, what are the odds that I'm, you know, someone they know 
is there on the scene of a major terrorist attack. Well, a friend of mine even said that news seems to follow us around. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever we go, that's, you know, a similar thing happened to us in our hometown of Stillwater a couple years back when we went yeah. to homecoming. Yeah. Um, but regardless, yeah. you're doing your job. So I kind of went into news mode <clears throat> and I did some um, stand-ups and some videos for... Um, a couple of stations. I did live phoners for a couple of stations and shot a bunch of video and sent it back. And um, yeah, you know, it, it kind of, <clears throat> at the time, it didn't really dawn on me until a little bit later when I realized, oh my gosh, like had we just dilly-dallied a little longer in Westminster Abbey or had we stopped somewhere on that side of the bridge to grab a, a hot dog or a bite to eat and then cross at that time, you know, you're talking about a 15, 20 minute difference. Right. And, um, you can see in the picture I posted up on uh, Instagram that the picture with big Ben in the background was the time of what was it? Two twenty Something like that. Yeah. Two twenty-two fifteen. And then at two forty is when the incident happened. So to be that close to something so scary and, you know, it was confirmed and verified to be, um, a terrorist, you know, an actual terrorist attack. Yeah. An actual terrorist attack. And of course my poor mom is, is beside herself and our friends who reached out were like, oh my gosh, you know, you're right there. Are you okay? And you know, um, it was just very strange. I don't know about you, but I'm just grateful that Channing didn't really you know, wasn't scared at all, didn't really, you know, she's still little, still. It didn't click for her. And no. honestly, it didn't click click for, I can speak for me, it didn't click for me completely mm. until after we had some, like a chance to breathe. Right. After, we, you know, we were on our way home that night and I, and, and you and I discussed this, wow, had it been a 15 to 20 minute difference, difference there, we could have been in some serious trouble. Right. And I am very grateful that, um, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, me too. I'm, I feel very lucky, very blessed. Uh, I know God was watching out for us that day for sure. Um, but we were there on the bridge for a couple of hours. Um, I was doing stuff for my news stations and my, getting my news on. And then we um, came back to the hotel and just kind of decompressed for a little bit and, and, you know, had to stop and go, okay, what just what happened? happened? Are we? Should we continue on? Should we go home? Like, what do you do? You know, we have been planning this vacation for months, months since November. And Chris got it for me for my birthday. And it's like, this happened on the first day that we got there. What do we do? Do we, it feels very weird to sort of carry on like nothing happened, you know? Well, the UK philosophy is keep calm and carry on. Right. It's a very popular catchphrase. Right. Um, And ultimately, that's kind of what we ended up doing. Right. For the rest of the time. Because I will say that nowhere else in town seemed to be, I don't want to like dismiss it and say nobody else seemed to be affected, but it certainly was business as usual at every other place we went. Because it had to be. I mean, yeah, yeah, the entire town isn't going to shut down for something like that. But uh, I think it did affect people Mm because I definitely heard it being talked about. Yeah. People were certainly talking about it everywhere we went. But, um, yeah, it just <clears throat> so I had I put a post up about it like here's what happened, you know, we're okay. And then I just decided we're here. Um let's support this town show how much we love London and the UK with spend our with our money. <laughs> with our dollars and spend <laughs> a re- 
ridiculous amount of money and we did. <laughs> so that's how much we love London. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will say there was certainly a little bit of a cloud over the, over the trip, but it, it got better because we, we just fell in love with the city so love much. It. There's so, so much, much to do there. There's so much history in London. <clears throat> and, um, so the next day we went to, um, Oh God, what did we do on the Thursday? Tower? Was it the tower? Yes. Tower of London. Yeah. Um, so incredible. I was a lucky guess on my part. I, yeah, good I job. completely couldn't remember. Lucky guess. <laughs> good guess, baby. Um, yeah. We went to the Tower of London. That's also... I also... Think, like, I think that's the one you're thinking of that was built in 10,070. No, Westminster was 1, built a, a thousand years <clears throat> ago. I think the tower was built about 600 years ago or something like, or some, something like that. Anyway, ridiculously old yeah. and ridiculously awesome. It, I mean, was it was really so cool. Great. It's something... The Tower of London feels like some kind, something sort of mythological that you only hear about in the storybooks, but it is... Right out of Game of Thrones. It's I mean, a it's legit just, place. Yeah. And um, it makes me nervous that you got the most excited about the torture rooms. <laughs> they were pretty cool. <laughs> Channing got the most excited about the crown jewels. She did. She loved them sparkly. She was like, look at all the sparkly jewels. We need to take them home. And yeah. I was like, okay, you do that and you'll end up in the tower and we won't be able to leave. Um, but I, yeah, I just loved it all. I loved seeing the buildings and the the architecture and the everything. History. The Just history the of, it all. of it. Yeah. So Tower of London was lovely. And then in the afternoon, we went to Harrods and spent an ungodly amount of money um, on. I'm going to do a write up about this because this was something I sort of stumbled upon. Um, I don't even know where I saw it now. I don't remember. But um, Harrods has a Disney. Um, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique experience for kids. And it's not like the one that's in Disneyland um, that you guys may have heard of before. It's very expensive, <laughs> first of all, but it's also very immersive. Hey everyone, I'm going to tell you more about that Disney experience in just a second, but I want to take a moment to tell you about Up4 Probiotics. Up4 is one of the first probiotic-only companies that has been making probiotics and only probiotics since 1979. They have a trademarked, clinically tested super strain that is proven to support digestive and immune health. I have used the women's formula. Channing has even used their kids' cubes. As a matter of fact, they have formulations for anybody you can think of in your family. So go right now to motherhoodinhollywood.com. Click on the Up4 image to find out how Up4 probiotics can help you start creating a happier inside. The whole thing is like a castle. Each um, little girl gets their own uh, fairy godmother and you kind of pre-select like a princess gown and they get their nails done, they get their hair done, they get their face painted, they get so many pictures. Channing was in heaven. So we bought one of these for Channing and because um, we thought, you know, she's in, in England where there's castles and palaces and we're going to visit them. And, you know, we thought it might be fun for her to actually dress up like a princess. Yep. Um, and, oh my gosh, 
She had so much fun. She was all smiles. I think at first she didn't really know what was going on. She was like, why is everyone calling me princess? Once it dawned on her, though, that she could get her hair done and her Mm -hmm. nails done and sparkly shoes. Oh, the sparkly shoes. Yeah. She was quite happy. She was very happy. She loved prancing around and everybody would, you know, say, oh, your majesty. And like, oh, hello, princess. Um, It was so great. Like, what an awesome experience that was. And I'm definitely going to be writing about that and put it up on um, motherhoodandhollywood.com. And um, so, yeah, so we did that. And then on Friday, we went to Windsor Castle where the queen was staying. The queen was there. And also another incredible tour of this castle with so much history. And when you see Windsor Castle, it truly feels like people have fought and died here. And like this has been around for thousands of years. And you disregard the, the gift shop. But uh, (laughs) the gift shop has probably not been there that long. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny? Outside of the gift shop and, you know, the snacks. Wouldn't that be funny if, like, back in the days of, like, William the Conqueror, they still had, like. Exit to the gift shop. Exit to the gift shop. (laughs) Where are you going? Off to plunder the castle. Wait, no, that's not right. I have to buy the shirt. What is the line from. Have fun storming the castle. That's it, yeah. Have fun. <laughs> have fun storming the castle. Um, that's what it made me. That's what made me think of. That's what I kept thinking of when Channing was stomping around that day. Windsor was great. Also, freaking cold. Yes. Mf cold that day, and we were not prepared. Um, and then we left Windsor immediately, rushed back to London Town to go to the Mad Hatter Tea at oh, the yes. Sanderson um, Hotel, which. If you are going to London anytime soon, you have to go and try this tea service because it was, it was not the traditional stuffy British tea, which is very elegante and you know everything in the in the high priced hotels. If that's your jam and that's what you're gonna do, great. If you're going with kids at all, take them to the Mad Hatter this was Tea. A bit more casual, a bit yes. more family friendly, definitely. Definitely more family friendly. The hotel itself is cool and whimsical and has like an amazing vibe to it. But the food is really good and like it was also beautiful and the pictures look great. So um, just, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I love high tea. Yeah. Loved it. And then on Saturday, we thought we would try to get our um, money back from the London Eye. Didn't happen. Since it got shut down and we didn't get our uh, tickets. So I Well, the thing with that is, is, as the guy said, is there were thousands of people that were impacted by that incident on Wednesday. So all those people kind of got snowballed into right. the weekend or rolled over into the weekend. So they're trying to redeem their tickets as well, plus the normal amount of tourists. And there was just no way we were going to get in. No, there was no way. So I need to email the the London Eye customer service people and go, hey, can we get our money back? Thanks. Um, because we sent money on those tickets and we never got to go up in the London Eye because of the terrorist attack. Um, so we did that. And then in lieu of the fact that we couldn't get on the London eye, we kind of had a last minute decision because we were right there on the water on the Thames river. And we kept seeing all these river boats go by. And a few days earlier, like one of the cab drivers, the taxi drivers had recommended that we take a riverboat cruise. She's like, it's really the best deal in London <clears throat> because you can get on the river. You can see everything you get. Like, it's like a tour. Yeah. Uh, you see everything and it's only like, 10 bucks a person and we were like oh my gosh that's a really good deal and she was right it was fantastic we saw everything and we saw a lot of things we didn't expect to see right yeah which was great 
Um, also very cold. Also very cold. The wind, the wind hitting off the Thames. Uh, you know, it sitting was... on the top of that boat, we were like, we have, we have made an error in judgment. We're shivering and miserable, but we refuse to move <laughs> because it's the best view. <laughs> it was the best view. Uh, gluttons for punishment. <clears throat> and um, then we, uh, oh yeah, so we're cruising down the Thames in this awesome river, and the tour guide's pointing out like Ian McKellen's house. Yeah. Um, all the uh, old pubs Emma Thompson's house but also these like old tubs that have been there since you know for hundreds and hundreds of years and um, uh, our old um, warehouses that are now converted into luxury apartments yeah. you know million dollar apartments along the river um, but one of the coolest things if not the coolest thing that we got to do was at the end of the riverboat uh, cruise it takes you to Greenwich um, to Greenwich where the Royal Observatory is and we got off of Greenwich and we were walking around we were like this is cool like we were this is one ex- unexpected stop like I, I had it was not on my radar at all to go to Greenwich um, lucky find it was totally lucky we walked through the university and beautiful beautiful old university and everyone came you know we kept hearing like let's go to the prime meridian let's go to the prime and i was like yes this is where the prime meridian is the greenwich mean time oh or, my gosh did you say where time begins where time begins I, I question the accuracy of that statement no think about it think <laughs> about it think about it <laughs> it's literally the starting point of time time <laughs> Sorry, that just cracks me up. So, yeah, it's where time begins. All right. Okay. It might be a, a little more poetic than what you're used to, but there's some true. license there, definitely. Right. So, basically, the Prime Meridian at the Royal Observatory in Greenwich is where um it's zero longitude. It is the Prime Meridian is the line. We're going to get real sciencey for a second. Prime Meridian is the line north to south through the earth that separates the Eastern Hemisphere from the Western Hemisphere. And this line, this sort of invisible line that exists, um, is marked in the Royal Observatory by this like strip of metal, you know, like a. They have a line there. Yeah. It's inlaid in the ground, a a strip of metal into the They put it there for tourists like us to go take pictures. Of course. (laughs) So, of course, we hiked up there. We went through the Greenwich Park, and we went up to the observatory, and I almost died. Spectacular views, though. Because it was a mother truck and hike. And we got up there, and we were like, this is so cool. And we took a picture there, and it was like kind of this moment of like awe and wonder at science and the world. and history meets science. and Yeah. yeah, It was really, really neat. There, I don't know. I was trying to think about it. And I was like, what is it about this that is so um, special? Well, because first of all, it's not like a casual hike. Like it's not somewhere I would casually go again because it was certainly a destination. Right. And I almost died. I think I mentioned that. I almost died because the hike was so intense up this I, I was worried for you. <laughs> you should have been because I was like, oh my God, I can't breathe. <laughs> I mean, part of it is because I have a cold, but honestly, it's because I'm out of shape. Bless you. Um, but anyway, there's just something about it where you sort of feel like you're, it would be like what I imagine going to the North Pole to be like, okay, like, oh my gosh, I'm at the North Pole. Like you're at somewhere sort of geographically and scientifically significant. It's like the vertical equator. Yeah. Essentially. It it bisects the globe. This is the line that bisects the globe. Right. Directly in half. Right. Yeah. But is there somewhere like that that you can visit? On the equator? Yeah. 
I, you think there's like a sciencey spot like that? Yeah, I think there probably is. I'm sure somewhere. I don't know for sure. But. Well, this one is a very famous one, and we were excited to go. And Channy didn't know what we were doing, but we were like, All Wait. she wanted was ice cream. She just wanted ice cream. And then there was a massive meltdown on the way out of the park, which was fantastic. Um, but we were all tired, and our day wasn't even over yet. Nope. I cannot believe, I was thinking about this today, I was like, I cannot believe we went from, in one day, yeah. the Marble Arch to London Eye to Greenwich Village. Yep. Greenwich Village? No. Greenwich. To Greenwich. Greenwich. Not New York. <laughs> to Greenwich, all the way back to the Marble Arch, where a hotel was, and then from there to Buckingham Palace in one day. It was all over the place. Uh, my step count was on point. Off the charts. Off the charts. Because um, we went, we had to go to, to Buckingham Palace because we had booked a VIP exclusive tour. With the Queen. With the Queen. No, um, of Buckingham Palace. Yay! Yeah. It was neat. My my inner Anglophile um, was freaking out inside. You were shaking. You were so excited. I was so excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also was cold. <laughs> Once we got in the palace, it wasn't <laughs> it was cool. not so bad. We got to go in with a small group. What they do is they have um, uh, only once or twice a year do they allow evening tours of the palace for only like 25 or 30 people. And you go in with this group and you go room to room of, of the state rooms and you go up the grand staircase. Um, there We saw the ballroom. We saw the queen's receiving room. Um what else? Several other rooms: the red, the red room, the, the blue red room, room, the, the blue white room, room, white room. We saw the, the um, picture room. They showed us where uh, the art gallery. I think is what you're thinking of. The, I the think they picture, it the picture room. room. No, I'm pretty sure they did. All right, we saw um, some of the hidden entrances where the queen just like appears out at of parties. doors yeah. <laughs> at parties, and I'm like, I would die. Um, and like they explain the significance of all the chandeliers and how you know important it was for the lighting and. As well as a deep history <laughs> of the palace in general, mm-hmm. you know the 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 history behind the name, uh, the construction that's gone into the palace since it was constructed two centuries ago, um, the surrounding constructions around it. It's, it was mm-hmm. all very interesting. Now, and that's a lot of stuff, and that's something you don't get if you just go to the palace and look at it because it's generally not open to the public, right. and especially not open when the queen is in residence there. But because she was at Windsor, they do these tours. And, oh, you guys, it was just so special. Like, I just loved every second of that. It was pretty breathtaking. And we took Channing with us, and she was really good. Like, For a hungry, tired three-year-old, three-year-old. who had just been to the Marble Arch to Greenwich and back. She's a trooper. We owe her a few things because yeah. she was such a trooper on that, on that journey. She really was. I was impressed. Um, and, yeah. That was such a good, that was such a neat, like a really lovely way to end it with a tour of Buckingham Palace. Like it just doesn't get more Britishy than that. Yeah. Um, overall, um, despite everything that happened early on in the trip, like I have to say this was certainly one of the more memorable trips we've had. You know, I think even, you know, even with the incident that happened on Wednesday, you know, that I don't want to say it added to it, but I'll always remember this trip. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's a part of it. Um, yeah. But despite that cloud, it was it ended up being you know a very very good trip. I get torn because I'm like I I don't want to let that mar the memories of our trip together because this was such a special. I mean, it's our first time going overseas with 
Channing. It's the first time you've been to London. Yeah. Um, I've never been overseas before. You've never been overseas at all? I've been to Canada and Mexico. That's oh, that's the, right. That's the extent of my... Because <coughs> we had to get you a passport. Yeah, it's the extent of my international travel. This yeah. is the first time I've ever been across the So, pond. I mean, yeah, it was just a really big special trip. And, you know, in saying that, I don't want to diminish, you know, what happened and the lives that were lost. And No, of course not. And the, you know, the horrible hatred, evil people that are behind these types of things. Um but I'm, you know, the selfish, I guess, part of me is like, I just wanted this to be a special trip for our family. And I believe that it was, despite everything that happened. Exactly. So I hope that people don't think I'm being twatty by saying that. Sorry. Um, all right. Anything else you want to say about our trip? I thought the trip was wonderful. Um, I'm just glad that you were happy with it. Oh, I'm so that happy. Was, that was my biggest thing. And, you know, I will say, traveling with you is the easiest way to travel <laughs> because you are such an expert at it. I, I, I rely on you and your travel prowess. For those of you that don't know, Heather used to travel for her job all yeah. over the world. So she's she's quite the expert at traveling. So I basically was like, here's our tickets. Here's our hotel. You do everything else. <laughs> and so, she did it. It was fantastic. So basically you were like, here, you do everything. Um, exactly. Got it. <laughs> I did. And you were up to the task. And I enjoy it, though. I actually really love planning trips. I have forgotten how much I enjoy traveling. Um, I don't know that I could do it all the time or that I would want... I don't have the with a, the heart for it anymore. I certainly don't want to do it with a three-year-old. With a three-year-old, it's, it's a little challenging. It's a little more exhausting than it oh, would be if so it was I felt so bad for us. her that day. She had, to pee her, she had to pee her pants. She peed her pants. She was doing so good about not peeing in her pants everywhere we went. And then we were stuck in that cab. Yep. No, it was before the cab. We were looking for the cab. And then yeah. she said she had to go and we couldn't find a restroom. We were trying yeah. to get a cab. And it was... 30 minutes back to the hotel in a cab and I felt so bad for her because she was like oh I'm gonna pee and she did but (laughs) she told us about it so we can't fault her and when we landed in London oh god I I got so mad at her because I had asked her about a dozen times like do you need to go potty do you need to go potty and she's like nope 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 and then we landed in London and she goes got a potty and i was like right now we can't get out of our seats this is like, after the plane had shut down the bathroom yes and everything else yeah. and she's like i got a potty hey, sorry i keep whistle talking and she's like i got a potty and then um as we're standing there waiting waiting to get off the plane she goes oh i pooped <laughs> i pooped mom mom i pooped and i'm like okay we get announcing it. it please stop telling everybody you just pooped and then <laughs> In the smell. Within the smell. Like, we didn't need her to tell us. We could smell it. And everybody around us was like, oh, my God, open the doors. And she she stood in front of some poor guy's face <laughs> and he was for a like, good couple minutes. And he went the other way down the other aisle to totally get away from did. it. And I felt so bad for her because she was like, mom, mom, I just pooped my pants. And I'm like, I know, I know, I know. Once again. Out of her control. She couldn't do anything about it. So, I mean. She could have gone when I told her to go. She could have. True, true. But she told us. She told us. Oh, my God. Um, She was better on the way home. She was great on the way home. She must have gone like 10 times on the way home. It was great. She didn't want the same thing to happen. Um, But anyway. Okay. So, I'm going to wrap up this episode because I want us to go to bed. and I'm exhausted. I know. We're exhausted. And take some medicine. And um, because I've got. 
a truckload of emails and writing and stuff to do this week. So I'm going to hit the ground running first thing Monday. Um, I love you. Thank you for my trip, for I my birthday you. gift. I love you. Thank this you for playing. This was a lot of fun. I had so much fun. I love traveling great. with you. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you would, please take a minute. Go to motherhoodinhollywood.com to check out all of the uh, fun recaps that I'm going to be posting throughout the next couple of weeks about our trip to London, as well as where you can find out information about some of the things we've talked about. <clears throat> Excuse me. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Motherhood in Hollywood and Facebook as well at Motherhood in Hollywood. And um, and take a minute and subscribe to the podcast, would you? Okay, thanks. Um, hope you guys have a wonderful week. And remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye-bye. Mama funny. Balls. Quiero que te enamores de viajar a Latinoamérica desde Nueva York. Por eso, ahora tienes una nueva frecuencia de Avianca Airlines hacia Bogotá. Perfecta para tus viajes de negocios o vacacionales. Y no olvides que siempre estaré allí para ti. Con el mejor servicio a bordo en tu idioma, comida y entretenimiento sin costo adicional. Compra tu próximo vuelo en avianca.com o en tu agencia de viajes preferida. Avianca Airlines. Todo para enamorarte. Miembro de Star Alliance. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, wah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.